AG1 is a comprehensive and convenient blend of over 70 high quality ingredients. And what that means is each morning when I wake up, before I do anything else, I drink AG1 to set me up for the day. It keeps me clear headed, full of energy and focused on whatever I need to do, like writing the fighting cock, for example. One scoop once a day before breakfast and that's it. I've actually found that I've not been needing coffee in the morning to get me started. I've still been drinking coffee because I love coffee, but it's not because it's like a necessity to do so. AG1 is made out of the highest quality ingredients subject to the strictest manufacturing standards. AG1 is NSF certified for sport and this process involves exhaustive testing and verification that every serving of AG1 is exactly what you see on the label. If you want to take ownership of your health, try AG1 and get a free one year supply of vitamin D and five free AG1 travel packs for your first purchase. Go to drinkag1.com forward slash the fighting cock. That's drinkag1.com forward slash the fighting cock to get started and to help the podcast. Thank you very much. Have a great day and enjoy the show. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com this podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Geico asks, how would you love a chance to save some money on insurance? Of course you would. And when it comes to great rates on insurance, Geico can help. Like with insurance for your car, truck, motorcycle, boat, and RV. Even help with homeowners' or renters' coverage. Plus, add an easy-to-use mobile app, available 24-hour roadside assistance, and more, and Geico is an easy choice. Switch today and see all the ways you could save. It's easy. Simply go to geico.com or contact your local agent today. Podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Geico asks, how would you love a chance to save some money on insurance? Of course you would. And when it comes to great rates on insurance, GEICO can help. Like with insurance for your car, truck, motorcycle, boat, and RV. Even help with homeowners' or renters' coverage. Plus, add an easy-to-use mobile app, available 24-hour roadside assistance, and more, and GEICO is an easy choice. Switch today and see all the ways you could save. It's easy. Simply go to GEICO.com or contact your local agent today. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. 
Virtual Health is here. Here to keep hearts healthy. With comprehensive care from general cardiology to heart rhythm care and advanced surgeries, Virtua is South Jersey's heart headquarters. Learn more or make an appointment at virtua.org slash heart. Virtua Health, here for good. It's the fighting. It's the fighting. Clock. It's the fighting. It's the fighting. Clock. Come on, Hello and welcome to episode 10, season motherfucking 10 of the Fighting Cop podcast. And I've got to say, I've never been as happy throughout the entirety of recording this podcast as I am run right now. And that, that, that's not based on anything that's real. Um, you know, we've just beaten Manchester United 6-1 and uh, maybe that isn't you know, enough to make me feel as happy as I am. But I've got two people on the line in Felonious Filth and Callum. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, f- I, f- I feel like you're you're as happy as I am. Cal, are you happy? Yeah, man. Yeah, I'm pretty happy. Um, I've lost count the number of times I've watched the highlights. First thing this morning, woke up, made myself a cup of tea, and put on the full game. Watch it all Jesus, over again. That, but that's like that's three days after it happened. I know. Um, well, we've got two weeks now. We've got two weeks until the international. Well, international really, who cares about England, right? So I'm just going to watch that every day. What's your favourite bit of that game? Uh, Aurier's goal. Uh, Is it? Yeah, Aurier's goal because the the pass from Hoybier and then his finish and then the celebration. That actually and Sonny's second goal. He does that little dance with Aurier. He can see he loves Serge Aurier so much. Like he just loves him for some reason. Um, And so, yeah, Sonny doing that silly little dance always makes me smile. He um he looked too happy in my opinion. He was, he was just <laughs> was too happy. His haircut. He needs a haircut, mm-hmm. and he looked too happy. But he deserves it, and 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 he deserves to 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 uh, to not receive any criticism from someone he literally doesn't know he's, <laughs> exists in me. Uh, to to say that he can have any kind of haircut he he, he wants. Mm-hmm. T, how are you feeling about it all currently? Because after the Everton game, when we were you know, we we lost 1-0. We got outplayed completely. At that point, all of us felt a little bit like, is he? He's got to go, isn't he? He's got to go. But right now, we're feeling like he's going to take us on to ultimate glory. Where, where are you at, T? Oh, it's a, such a fucking contrast. Um, you know, the way we felt when we lost that game, you know, I just thought that the world had ended. You know, we had a very middling transfer window at that point. You know, we hadn't signed Bell and Regulon or um, Vinicius, who we've not really spoken about, and just felt so low. But now, you know, it feels like we can finish as high as first right now. As high as first? Yeah, mate. I feel like um, anything, anything's possible. Seeing that last year's top two gets slapped around this season, anything can happen. Well, that's the thing. Is it, I, I think before, before the game started, we thought that, the, you know, just finishing the top four would be an achievement. Mm. Before we, you know, we didn't know what was going to happen before the game started. But we beat Man United and then the champions of England who before this point for the last two years seemed to be almost unbeatable. 
got absolutely their arseholes caved in. <laughs> so it makes you think, you know, maybe, maybe we can do this. Maybe we can do this. And, and the point of this podcast, because we've recorded one after, after the Man United game, but the, the point of this podcast is just to, for, for, for me, T and Cal to take stock of what's been happening, what we've been watching, and to take stock of it and, and to think, are we as good as we think we are? Are we, are we worse than we, than we think we are? Are we able to, 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 to combat what Everton are doing, to combat what Villa are doing, to, 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 to provide a foil for Arsenal in the fact that they're you know, playing decent football? They're not even playing that decent football. I watched the game against Sheffield United that they played and it, they didn't look that comfortable. And Sheffield United were terrible. And they still didn't look that comfortable. So I just want to find out where, where, you, where you boys think we're, we're, we're at. What, what, what can we expect, Cal? What, what do you expect from this season? Like, being realistic, based on what you've seen, what, what do you expect from this season? I actually do expect us to win a trophy this season. I, I, I think we've got... I don't, want to get ahead of, I don't want to get ahead of myself, but I think we've got one foot in the semi-final of the League Cup already, just because we're playing Stoke away um, in the quarter-final. Uh, so that that looks like quite a strong possibility for a trophy. Um, also, the Europa League, our group is quite kind. Um, there's no mental mental journeys, and we if you look at the squad, there's loads of depth for <clears throat> loads of good. You know, Vinicius. You know, T was just saying we've not spoken about him. I would hope that he would start quite a few of those games in the group stages, and he can get into some, some sort of momentum. Um, I think the the start of the start that we've had in terms of the number of games that we've had has been good for us. I think it's everybody's got minutes, everybody's playing, everybody looks sharp. Uh, Gary Neville kept saying on commentary the other day how sharp Harry Kane looked because they've all played loads of minutes. They've probably got not much rest, and now this international break is a good. It's come at a good time for us because some, the players that haven't gone away on international duty, Delhi and Sun and Bale and some others. I don't think Tongi's gone either. Um, they're getting a nice little rest now. And I think going into the West Ham and going into the season, I would, I'm quite confident now. And everybody's, you know, only Liverpool were like the only team of the big six that were, that were consistent until the other day. And then they got spanked. And now it, it just kind of looks wide open. And I do, you know, I, I said on the six statements for the Patreons, and I'll say it again now, I do expect us to get in the top four and I do expect us to win a trophy, at least one. Flonis Filth, what do you think of our, uh, our new striker, Vinicius? Um, it's been a while since we signed the striker. Lorente came in and when, when he did come in, we weren't like talking about him as if he was going to do anything decent. He ended up being single-handed in us getting to the Champions League final. Um, we've got this kid from, from Benfica, Vinicius, who was tearing up records, done incredibly well. It was always going to be a struggle getting in a, uh, a a backup striker who is willing to play under Kane. But can is there any part of his makeup, and can you see him challenging Kane for for this starting berth? Um, I don't expect him to, but it is nice to see you know another striker in there to give Kane a bit of a rest. Someone can score a few goals. I mean, he's quite raw. He's only really had one major breakout season, but um, he's got a bit of versatility. He's very, you know, he's left-sided, so maybe he'll veer to the left and Kane will fill in the gaps. So maybe they'll play together on occasion as well. But 
it's very, very nice to look on the subs bench and see a striker on there. You know, it brings back to the halcyon days of Bent, Berbatov, Defoe and Keane, you know. <laughs> and we'd end the game with four strikers on the pitch. You know, I don't know if we'll go back to those days, but um, it's just lovely Ho- to have Hopefully that. not, because <laughs> well, <laughs> that, that, that would mean abject mediocrity, right? Well, I think of the, think of the, um, the 4-4 against Villa, isn't it? Yeah. You know, just everyone yeah. on the pitch. But um, no, it's lovely to have a striker there. It's just a you know a bit of a peace of mind. And you know, we often talked about you know kind of into a slightly different topic. Um, we talked about yeah, Son, Ken, and Bell. Could you imagine them in one team? You know, and here we are. You know, with those three likely to play out front at some stage. If Mourinho was our manager, it's very very surreal. And <laughs> it is, it you is. do you, you do wonder if because a big deal in elite sports is peaking at the right time and. It feels like we've got so much more gears to go through, and it's exciting. It is exciting. Did you see the um, the picture? Uh, we tweeted it earlier. I think you shared it in the WhatsApp group, T. And um, it was a picture of of Jose Mourinho and Gareth Bale standing to next, uh, next to each other, mm-hmm. like observing something and, and looking on admirably. And I looked at it, and I was thinking, and we tweeted after it afterwards that. A year ago, could you imagine Jose Mourinho? Actually, I think it's about a year ago that he took over. Actually, but you might like where we were in that stage last year. Could you imagine Jose Mourinho being our head coach, borderline manager, and Gareth Powell returning from Real Madrid <laughs> to play for Tottenham? And 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 just as a, a little um, little nugget of seasoning, that that Gareth Powell was potentially ready to play against. Man United away and, and didn't because we've got enough in our locker. <laughs> like, could you, could, can you get your head around that? We, we went easy on you. It could have been, could have been 12, but we made it six. Mm. Just yeah. levels. No levels, man. It's, it's, no, it's, it's absolutely insane, man. It's just, oh, it's just so much excitement. Then you've got the options in midfield, you know, talking about the Salsa and Andombelli alongside Robier. You know, that's just more shit to look forward to. But it's just, ah. Oh, I mean, it's hard not to get carried away, but it just feels like we've got so much depth within the, within the squad. Um, slight concerns if Hoybier gets an injury, but aside from that, I'm fairly confident that we can get through the season in all those games. And as Cal alluded to earlier on, all those games that we had the fixture pilot made us all the more sharp mm. because you get more sharpness from playing games and sitting on the sidelines and training. So, so now I'm just you know over the moon right now. We sound over moon, but but when Vinicius signed, you were beefing him. That's what I remember. <laughs> well, is he that good? He ain't that good. Why is he signed for Spurs? Oh, he's shit. What, 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 where are you at now, T? Um, I mean, it's still a bit of Janssen vibes. He's had one breakout season, but end of the day, he's a body. You know, he's a body. He can play up front, and um, that's how I've kind of got a look on it. I mean, he does it. We don't need him to be to be amazing. We just need him to kind of. He's just a target man, really. So, what, what did you make um, of his quote? Us. He came out. He, he came out and said, "What did he say, T? He came out and said something. What did he say? Um, he mentioned, you know, to help the club win silverware. And, silverware. And it's something that Bale said, and I believe Raylon might have said it himself a couple of times. And it feels like it's something that Mourinho is selling, you know, potential players on, saying, you know, if you're going to come here, I'm going to win you a trophy. You know, you're going to win silverware and." Any team that wins the silverware are going to be down in history right now because we're just absolutely starving for it. Um, it's an element of, you know, when Ramos won the League Cup, it was nice, but it would, it would have been so much nicer if Martin Yol 
had won that trophy than, than him. And there might be a small element of that with uh, Mourinho and the trophies and not Poch, but I don't give a fuck who wins them for us. Just win them trophies, man. True. True. Um, obviously, we, we, we've, we've played a lot of games, massive amount of games, and that, I think that's actually helped us. Certainly going to the, the Man United game, it seemed like we were so fresh, so ready to go, ready to run the miles. Man, City, Man, Man United seemed all over the shop. But what we know about the, the, um, the international break is that our players disappear. But what we do know is that Bow isn't going anywhere. He's not playing with Wales. Uh, Son is staying back mm-hmm. and uh, Vinicius is here to to train because he's not a capped Brazilian international. When we return against West Ham, do you expect to see Humminson, Bao and Vinicius as our front line or is that mental given the fact that Kane's going to walk back in and go, mate, as much as I applaud Tottenham Hotspur for you know challenging me, there's no way Carlos is, is going to start in front of me. What What... what what do you make of the fact that Bao and Vinicius and Son are staying back, Cal? It's great. It's great. And they, they are going to play together at some point. Um, I, I don't like this idea that Vinicius is a backup. Um, for a long time, the game has been about squads. It's not been about teams. Yes, Kane is number one. Kane should be number one. He's the fucking best player in the country right now. Uh, and if he carries on the way he is, he's going to win the player of the year. Um, he's been that good. Um and it's good that they're, they're going to play together. Um, Kane needs to be rested. I always bring up Sergio Aguero. Um, you, he looked three years ago, Aguero looked finished. He looked finished as a player. And they brought in Gabriel Jesus, who I don't rate. I don't particularly rate Jesus. But they brought him in to start him at home against Burnley and away games against, you know, I don't know, West Ham or whatever. And to give Aguero rest and to use Aguero in the games where he's needed. And that's what we need to start doing with Harry Kane with all the injuries he's had. He needs protecting from himself. And that's that's the role I see Vinicius playing, that Gabriel Jesus kind of role, where he's going to come in, he's going to play games in the league, he's going to play games in the Europa League. But Kane will be the number one and he will play the majority and he'll probably end up being our top scorer again. Well, he will end up being our top scorer again. So I think it's good. It's good that they that, that, that Vinicius and Bale are, get, are having time to just be around the training ground, to train, to just to get used to the place. Uh, Vinicius particularly. Um, Bale will be fine. He'll slot straight back in. Um, but it's, it's good that Vinicius is going to have a bit of time to just get used to the place, you know. So, yeah, it's all very, very positive. There's, a, there's an amazing um, infographic that you've plopped in the uh, run order tee uh, by a, I don't know what playmaker is, it might be a betting company, I don't know what it is. We're not, we're not associated with him, but they have created a, an incredible uh, visual. And uh, the headline is most productive since Mourinho's Spurs debut. Bearing in mind the fact that when he took over from Spurs, we were 14th, 15th in the league. Uh, since that point, of all uh, of uh, the Premier League players, the most productive in terms of goals and assists, if you combine both those, both those those attributes, you've got Harry Kane on 30 goals and assists, Son Heung-min on 28. Below that, you've got Kevin De Bruyne, Jesus on 28, uh, Mohamed Salah on 26, and Bruno Fernandes on 25. So we've got out of... All of the attacking players to contribute to goals in a meaningful way. The top two are the current darlings of White Hart Lane, Harry Kane and Huminson. How just just how good are those two? And are we about to 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 see them explode on a world class level 
that would catapult Tottenham to levels that we would perhaps aren't ready for or, or aren't um, expecting to see. What, what, what do you make of that front two partnership, T? Oh, it's fucking amazing. What you've got to factor in as well is Kane missed about three months of football. Um, what, January, February and March when, you know, when the lockdown happened? He's missed all those games and he still comes up top. You know, he's added assists to his game. He's got about, what, seven assists already this season. And it's just glorious. It takes us back to the all-or-nothing doc when he... Mourinho's just a kind of going to make you a superstar. And you can see in Kane's eyes that he wants... I don't think he wants to be a Neymar-type superstar. I think he just wants to be a superstar based on his merits on the football field. And I feel that the last two or three games, the proof has been in the pudding that, you know, if you listen to what Mourinho says, this is what can happen. And there's got to be buy-in from everyone, including Delhi. delhi has got to see what's better than thinking, you know, I want to be a part of that as well. And, yeah, I've... I think Marina's probably like looking, feeling really smug right now, saying, "You know what? This is this is the energy. This is the mentality. If you follow what I'm doing, you dish up more wallops, wallop West Ham, wallop Burnley, wallop Brighton, fucking prolapse arseholes all over the shop, just smashing teams up, mate." <laughs> do you, Do any of you worry a little bit about like like Kane's ambition is to be Ronaldo and Messi, but they can only do that. A player can only do that if he if he's playing for Real Madrid or. Barcelona and he needs to be doing it for four or five seasons on the bounce and by that when I say worry meaning that if he wants to create a legacy and he can't win trophies at Tottenham and by that European trophies um, that he has to leave next season in order to to give himself the opportunity to become a legend at, at either Real Madrid or Barcelona do you worry about that or can we with Real Madrid with this new impetus to buy players at, at, at Tottenham Hotspur can he can he can he with Tottenham Hotspur become that kind of football club where people outside of our football club remember him in such a way that we do the the very stalwarts of, of football as a, as a sport look at it See? look at it this way though Flav if he if he gets a move to either of those two clubs he must have done something amazing at Tottenham so They'd both, they'd buy him now. I both mean, of them would, would kill uh, they, for they, him. They, they probably would, but I'm saying that for those clubs to clamour for him, he would have had to have done something amazing at Tottenham. So the way you've got to kind of look on it, that if he's moving there, he had to, he'll have to have done something amazing to get the move. And that's how, that's and, probably how you've kind of got to look at it. Otherwise, you know, you just keep yourself up at night. And, and there's a certain Haaland at, at, uh, at Dortmund who is easily more purchasable. Than, than Harry Kane is. And he's got another they, 10 years left in him as well. Yeah. And more than that, I love, I love that kid. But And, and I've said on, on the podcast, like maybe we, if we had the option to swap Kane with Haaland, that we should do it. But Kane is playing the best football I've ever seen him play. Mm. It, is, this, is this the best we've ever seen Kane play? It's, to, uh, Cal- it's close to it, isn't it? I think just because he's adding more assists to his game, as well as goals, it is pretty close to the best football we've ever seen from him. He's He's gone on... It's still early in the season, so it's tough to say. I suppose it'd be easier to answer around Christmas time. But right now, he looks really sharp. He's scoring goals. He's getting assists. He, he's, just, he's brilliant every game. He's 8, 9 out of 10 every single game. Um, and just saying, just to go back to what you're saying about, you know, transfers and that Neymar's got a year left on his contract at the end of the season. Uh, not Neymar, sorry. Uh, what's his name? The French guy from... Um, Mbappe. 
Thank you, Mbappe. He's he's going into the last year of his contract. He'll probably end up at Real Madrid. He's been twerking for them for a minute now. Uh, he's desperate to go there. And so, but yeah, Kane's playing amazing. And I, I think, like like T said, for him to m- want to make that move, he's going to want to win a few trophies at Spurs first. And I think he's got the manager, and we're we're starting to put the things in position to to be able to do that to win to win some trophies. Love it, love it. Um, T, 25 BBC pundits had to pick their <laughs> top four uh, in the Premier League. We weren't picked in a single one of them. Yeah. Why are they sleeping on us, man? Well, what, what, it just what, we fuck, what the fuck have we done <laughs> to these 23 plebs, 25 plebeians? They, they're not going to show us any kind of respect, T. No respect, no respect. But I like being under the radar. I mean, a few people complained that Aston Villa stole our thunder by beating Liverpool after we mm. played United and no one was talking about us. But, you know, it's nice. It's fucking nice because at the end of the season, when we do finish top four, you know, we're going to record this podcast again. We're going to read the names off one by one, the Hall of Shame. Absolutely. It'll be, a, it'll be a beautiful thing. I mean, we're doing that. The, the way things were, the way the season ended, I mean, it did look a bit bleak, but looking at the transfer window, you know, one of the best in recent memory and looking at Mourinho's philosophy, looking at us going through the team, you know, everyone talked about him being a defensive manager and we've walloped in 13 goals in two games. So, mate, anything's possible. Anything's possible. We, um, we need to do something. If, if we if we end up finishing in the top four, yeah, uh, we need to come up with some sort of hashtag, get it trending mm. from, from the Love the Shirt account. Digging out the twenty-five, I can't. I don't even. I can't, I, I'm, I'm com- completely perplexed at the fact that there, there is even twenty-five BBC pundits that exist. Like, I mean, where, like, where's our fucking license money going when there's twenty-five people <laughs> talking payroll. about? You're right. Yeah, on payroll yeah. talking about football. That, I mean, right. we'll, we'll we'll push that aside for a second. Mm. But um, you know, if if it happens that Spurs finish top four. Uh, we got to get these 25 pundits. We've got to find a way to do it. I don't know what it is. It might be a hashtag. We've just got to embarrass them to the point that they just don't know a great deal about football. And maybe they do know a lot, but they don't know as much as they think they do. Nor do we. Maybe, maybe they... we put a, a video together, um, you know, just like screenshots mm. of the top 25. Their faces. And Their then faces. The music, and then the music distorts when you see the final <laughs> league table. No, those kind of means, yeah. yeah. That's what you've got to Yeah, yeah, I know. But I also think oh, we should go a little bit deeper and a little bit grittier and, and, and find out where they live Yeah, post their addresses. Yeah, my mind. I'm I'm going down to Pat Nevin's house with a replica Europa League trophy going, fucking have that, you mug. Egg, yeah, eggs we, all over the gaff. We're yeah. turning up at their houses and we're, we're, we're going to find out where their kids, their, their primary schools are, the kids' yeah. primary schools are, and we're going to throw eggs at their mates. Yeah. Timmy... Your dad doesn't love you and he don't know shit about football. Bosh. He's a nonce. Timmy, your dad's a nonce. Ask your auntie. Ask your auntie. (laughs) She's got some stuff. She doesn't want to say it. She doesn't want want to disrupt the family. Like the family got a nice house. They've all got nice houses. And they have lovely Christmas dinners and big turkeys. But Timmy, I know something about your auntie. Mm. And and, and your mum doesn't want to know. It's, It's like Zoe Slater vibes, isn't it? It's like your mum's really your sister. And you just whisper yeah. it to him, even if it's not true. You put it in their head, and they'll never, they'll never get rid of it. No, I, I mean, I'm not saying it's not, or it is true, or it isn't true. Yeah. I'm just saying, I, 
I've got uh, people in the uh, internet service provider industry, mm-hmm. and I've seen their, I've seen their home pages. We've got receipts. We've got receipts. I've got receipts. I've got, yes. got receipts. Anyway, uh, we've got some questions before. Uh, we've got, let's do uh, 10 minutes, 15 minutes of questions. Mm-hmm. Uh, Matt Spurs, he asks, uh, will we win the league? T, can we win the league? Yeah, by a can- at a canter. At a canter? At Genuinely. a canter. Um, genuinely, it's a possibility. It's, it's a remote possibility, but that's got to be the aim. It's got to be what Mourinho's putting in the, in the heads of the players. Mm. That's got to be the mentality. The only, the only kind of, definitely a chance, definitely a chance. We've got um, a world class goalkeeper. Uh, we've got, you know, great fullbacks, central midfield. You know, Ndombele, Lo Celso. We've got Bale, Son, Kane. All the attackers we've already spoken about, Bergwijn and Lamella and all the rest in reserve. We've got the squad for it. We've got the players for it. We can definitely have a go at it. We need some luck in terms of injuries and stuff like that, but. The league would be great, but I kind of fancy a Gerard Houllier-style cup treble. That's what I've kind of got my... That's what, what I've got the taste for. That's league Cup, Europa League, FA Cup. Yeah, yeah. I them all. That's what I've kind of got the taste for. We've Traditionally, I mean, we've always been a, a cup club, haven't we? And a league would be lovely, but I kind of want to hoover up all the cups. I, all I want, all I want is to, to ram it in the faces of Arsenal fans, and Liverpool fans, any, anyone who's mugging Spurs off, they have been mugging Spurs off, Anyone who, who who's dared to to criticise Tottenham because they think that we are something that we no that, that we no longer appear to be, mm-hmm. and 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 just to to do better than they think, so that we can turn up and go, what now? What 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 is it about your weird little agenda about Tottenham that that you hold on to in hope that it's true, and we could, we we so often prove to be something much better than you think that we are. What is it? What 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 is wrong with you? That's what I want to get. that's what I want. <laughs> to walk into a room and go, Yeah, do you, do you know you know it's Tottenham Hotspur above you again? Do you know Tottenham Hotspur have just won this FA Cup trophy? Do you know Tottenham Hotspur have just won the Europa League or the Premier League trophy? That's us. That's what I want. All of them. That's what I want. You know what was really uh, beautiful is that um Spurs tweeted um after the United game, lads it's Tottenham. Oh. Yeah, that was yeah. Love, that was wonderful. Yeah, I'm here for it. I'm here for all the pettiness. Because I'm it isn't Tottenham it. anymore, is it, boys? Nah, nah, mate, no more eating for them now. No more no. eating. No, no more eating for them now. That's a crumb. Not off us, anyway. Uh-uh. Like, go. You can still eat off Fulham. Yeah. There, there's plenty, plenty of food off that. Yeah. Shit loads. And you see the Arsenal fans shitting their pants that they signed that geezer. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. We we signed literally. Look at our transfer window. Look at yours. It isn't that great, boys. It ain't that great. Anyway, um, we've got Peter Smith. He says, "Do you think Poch will still be available in January?" Um, what what do you make of the fact that Pochettino could quite easily become the Man United manager? Would it would it hurt you, T? Um, no, not really. They're a bit of a bucket case of a club. To be fair, um. I don't think changing the manager will really um, change their fortunes too much. I just think they've had a bit of a nightmare in the transfer windows. You know, they spent a lot of money. I mean, you know, they've still got. I mean, they've got got a left back, but they still need. And also, I think Harry Maguire's getting an awful lot of criticism, but I think it's coaching more than him being bad. But I mean, to answer the question, I won't feel that bad about Pochettino joining them 
maybe I'd feel terrible if they won everything in sight with him there. But in my head now, I don't have an issue with him joining them. So I don't think he'll do anything. Yeah, anything to yeah, I agree. I agree. I don't think he'll do anything there. That club's a shambles. Um, it's much more than the manager. They may have an uptick. He'd probably do a good job there. The only thing I say is we as a football club need to move on from Pochettino. We all love the guy, but we need to move on from him. Jose's our guy now. Pochettino's gone. We loved him. Best of luck to him. But it's a new day. Towards the end of his reign, I, I don't feel like you loved him at all. Yeah. No, I, he didn't want to be there anymore. He didn't want to be at Tottenham anymore. He wanted to go. To say, oh, if we win the Champions League, I might leave. Like, we should have sacked him straight after the game, to be honest. It was, <laughs> you know... Give the medals out and then sack him. Yeah, got his runner-up medal. Right, you got your medal now. Piss off. <laughs> Could you imagine? Fat like, off. That, Piss off. Like, I mean, wouldn't have added that last bit, but the <laughs> the like if Daniel Levy would have come in at that point and gone, yeah, you're gone, it's done. I know you're. I know that you're not going to be able to achieve much more than you have already. And he did that. And imagine the reaction from Spurs fans. Ah, my Sky Sports. Ah, my God. Ah, why have you done this? He's a crazy manager. Everyone loves him. Why have you done this? Imagine all the players were like sat there crestfallen after the game with their runners-up medals in and then Daniel Levy walks in with Jose Mourinho next to him and says, watch, pack your bags, fuck off. Yeah. <laughs> That's it. Uh, and you know, all the fans would have gone, why, what have you done? What have you done? What have you done? Like, he, if we did it then, we'd have been further forward than we are right now. I, I'm just saying that. I'm just saying that. Um, but it's it's hard. It's hard to know. I mean, it's hard to, it's hard to be Daniel Levy. Yeah. Um, yeah. Anyway, uh, we've got a question from Sam Cornish and uh, another question very similar from Jamie Daly. Uh, Sam asks, is Flav relieved he won't have to pronounce Skirinar? I've actually just pulled it out of the bag. Thank you, mate. Uh, for the time being, I feel like he would have really helped us close the gap on City and Liverpool. Can't wait to be wrong, though. And Jamie says, what's the chances of us looking back on not signing a top centre-back like Skirinar as the season, uh, as the reason for what we uh, stopped us going places this season? Um, I think both of these lads um, think our inability to sign Skirinar Without, I'm, I'm sure neither of them had properly heard of him before. I don't think any Spurs fan no. really, like 95% of us hadn't heard of him before. Uh, we, we, we're talking about him as if he was, uh, you know, led the king in his prime. We don't know what he would have brought to the team or whether or not he would have added anything. You know, I'm, I'm sure he would have done to a certain degree. But to say that it's almost like the excuses have been set up already that we don't achieve what we, we expect to achieve because we haven't signed this this centre-back that we that, that, that the vast majority of us had never heard before. T, what do you think? Yeah, I mean, there's always going to be um, one more signing that we could have made. I'm not sure if um, he would... He's a... Oh, what's the fucking word? I don't know if he's the difference between us winning the league and not winning the league. I think at centre-back, we're, we're, not, we're not terrible. I mean... You guys spoke about it on Monday's pod, you know, about the feeling of Dyer and Sanchez as a pairing, but they grew as a game went on, and we've got enough centre-backs, so we've let one go. We've got the skeezer from Swansea coming in anyway, by the looks of things. Got till the 16th. Um, oh, Rodden? Yeah, Rodden, yeah. Him, him, yeah. Know all Pure about British. him. British, far a bit. <laughs> but, but no, I think 
I don't know. I don't think we can really dwell on that too much, really, because it sounded like it wanted to come and Inter Milan pulled the rug from under us. You can't legislate for that. No, no, you can't. Cow, uh, uh, anything to add? Yeah, uh, that was yeah. Tease covered it. Covered it really. I think it would have been good to have got a really good centre back, but I like Sanchez and Alderweireld and Mourinho likes Dyer. I don't particularly like Dyer at centre back, but Mourinho trusts him, so I trust him. Um, and we might have got. Spinny art, and he might have been a shit Cam Davenport, and then where would we have been then? So I think we just got to go with what we've got for now. If we get the kid from Swansea, then we just carry on from there. I, I think mean, we're okay. Do you mean Skirinar would have somehow pissed off his sister's boyfriend and yeah. ended up getting juked in the legs? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Is that what that's happened? That's that quite bleak. That's exactly what happened. Wrong. Davenport. Yeah, did you not know that. that? I did not know that. Almost ended his career. It almost, yeah. I mean, he's he had nowhere to go even before that. Yeah. In footballing terms. I did not know that. Every day's a school day. It is. It is indeed. Um, uh, T- uh, let, let, I want you boys to pick apart this uh, this tweet, this question. Uh, it's from THFC fan. Uh, he's at his at THFC underscore fan. 1882. If you want to follow him. That is hardcore Spurs, mate. That is hardcore. <laughs> the, darkest, more. the darkest content comes from people like that. That's tier one levels. Yeah, big time. Yeah. <laughs> you can't zero. get any more Spurs coins than Probably that. Coins. Yeah. Definitely. Anyway, he says, are we silent favourites to win the league this year? We have Jose Mourinho. He's done it. Uh, we have the, uh, possibly the deepest squad in the Premier League. I know a lot of people are saying our back line isn't as great, but look at Liverpool. Trent Alexander-Arnold is such a weak spot defensively. Like you know, it's, it's a bit what we were, we're alluding to further uh, earlier. Can, can we um, can we win the league? Are there any weak spots? What's a weak spot in Tottenham apart from Skirinero? If we, we signed him, but what, based on the squad we got already, Cal, what what are our weak spots if we have one? Uh, I think the things that could hold us back are is centre back, but we've already discussed that, and Europa League Thursday Sunday. I think those are the things that that could hold us back. Um, but we, I, you guys have spoken in the past about normally for a team to come through and win the league, that's not one of the the teams you'd expect. You need someone to have a fucky season, and City look really bad, and because Pep's probably going to go in the summer. This is last season of his contract; he'll probably leave. And Liverpool have already done it. They've won the league and they've won the Champions League and they're probably a bit bored. So that could be our in. That could be our in. Um, but yeah, if there is a weak spot, I'd say it's Europa League Thursday, Sunday. Not so much about the squad and a lack of cover for Hoybier. T, um, this is a question from John Howick. He says, if we don't win anything this season, who is to blame? We've spent money and <coughs> strengthened the squad. We have a top quality coach who is a proven winner. And we have several world-class players at their peak. Surely, surely this team should win something. If we don't win it this season, is it the idea of Tottenham that's to blame rather than the people that are involved in the club? (laughs) Well, the two targets are top four and or a trophy. And if you don't achieve either, on paper right now, we must have really, really fucked up. You know, maybe we'll have a bad run of injuries like we did last season. Mm-hmm. Maybe Kane loses form and the team falls apart. Maybe there's a massive bust up in the dressing room that splits the team apart. But on paper right now, we've got, if you don't achieve that, that is failure. But 
even if we do fail, I think Mourinho will have earned another season unless it's some absolute clusterfuck. I think, um, you know, we brought in Mourinho to win trophies. We brought in Bell to win trophies. We got rid of Pochettino. We've backed Mourinho to, to win stuff. So it would be a huge failure if he doesn't win fuck all. If he doesn't if win fuck all or get top four. If we find ourselves in a League Cup final and Europa League final now, right? Forget what has happened at Spurs previously. If we find ourselves this season in two cup competitions with Jose Mourinho at the helm and the squad that we have, yeah. would you walk him into that game, be confident, or would you would you adopt the normal Spurs posture of of thinking we've done well to get into this place? Where where, where would you be, Cal? Um, I'd be ready to order the, the minivan to get down to Tottenham High Road. That's what I'm saying! Fucking Jose Mourinho. Energy! If you want, Energy! You want somebody in a cup final to win you a cup final. You want fucking Energy. Jose. You want Jose. Yes! You want yes. Jose, Harry Kane, son, fucking Tongi and Dombele who look finished. He look finished. Look at him now. Fucking... Fucking having it now. Lo Celso. That's the thing we smashed my night the other day. No Lo Celso. No bail. Fucking we're having it. Cup final. Win them both. Easy work. Lee, like Honestly, uh, T, you you remember. You remember going into that game against uh, in the semi-final against uh, Portsmouth uh, under Redknapp where we were so confident they beat us 2-0. Um, you remember uh, the Champions League final where we just lost it the minute it was played it was lost. Yeah. We remember all these instances that against Man United with Jose Mourinho managing them mm. under Pete Pochettino, Pete, uh, Pochettino uh, and we didn't get it over the line. We've got the manager, we've got the staff, mm. we've got a chairman that believes in it. That surely, surely this is the time, T. It's our time. It's our time. It has to be our time. You know, I think the only thing that beats us is COVID. Mm. Nothing else can beat us. In terms of um, achieving our goals, mm. and yeah, um, I mean, you know, as, as Carl yeah. said earlier, if we had Mourinho as our manager for the Champions League final, might have had a different result, I reckon. But it's gone, so we move on. Yeah, but we're gonna get it back. We're gonna get it back, boys. We're gonna get, get every now. Now's the time to believe, and and, and just want to say, I want to thank Pochettino because without him, yeah, we'd never got to this this period or this this moment of unbridled optimism. And it could fall apart. It will fall apart. Um, no, no, it won't. It could fall apart because we're Spurs. And we've experienced it so many times before. But there isn't a team I've ever seen who behave in the way that they have done under Jose Mourinho. And it might not be likeable. Mm. It might not be palatable. But it's fucking borderline genius. Mm. He'll get Delhi back as well. He'll win him back over. He'll get him back. And Delhi, the irony is, the irony is, if we don't even need him, no, we irony. don't. But Delhi, he will. Delhi will be back. That's the beauty even... of it. That's the beauty of it, not needing him, because he'll think, well, you fucking do need me. He'll play even harder. Mm. Yes, mm. yes. It's like that. That you know, your the girlfriend that don't want you anymore, and yeah. she's met some fucking fuckboy, and she thinks he's better, and then you come in, slap down <laughs> a fucking wedge of notes and go, actually, you do need me. And then she goes to grab the notes. You go, nah. Anyway, I don't know what I'm talking about. This is, um, <laughs> this has been uh, an impromptu fighting cock. We just wanted to find out where, where you boys thought we were at. And if you're excited as I am, 
about what might happen at Tottenham Hotspur. And it does, um, great, man. it does. It does feel great. We've got West Ham when we come back from the uh, international period. Mm-hmm. West Ham are on the back of slapping Leicester three nil and Wolves at home. That <laughs> we're banging on about Tottenham. The West Ham fans must be fucking buzzing right yeah. now. So it wouldn't yeah, be great yeah. a, a great a greater time to play them and 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 um, show them what what's for. I, I think if you if you look at the defensive frailties that are happening in the Premier League. Spurs aren't one of the casualties, no. but that's not to say that we can't be. Anyway, uh, yeah, I, I'm uh, I'm really happy. T, you're really happy. Cal, you seem really happy as well. Oh. Uh, this has been the Fighting Got podcast, and come on, you Spurs! Come on! Hey. 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 Oh, I love you. Hey. Have my baby. Oh, you're lovely. Oh. <laughs> Cal, that's weird, mate. But... <laughs> No, what was that? Ooh, it's my dirty old man voice. Ooh, I love you. Have my baby. <sighs> I'm creeped out now. Good. Yeah, I think that's the that's time to end it. That's good. Excellent. <laughs> <laughs>
It's easy. Simply go to Geico.com or contact your local agent today. Sports Social Podcast Network. 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 When I clock out of the hospital at 6 p.m., I'm not done for the night. That's when Gamer Nurse 40 clocks in, and she's got orcs to slay. Sure, I'm playing a 13-year-old in Scranton, but he's a level 53 mage with a filthy mouth. So I need to stay on top of my game. What'd you call me? That's when I crack open a Heineken Zero Zero. Zero alcohol, but just as refreshing. So I can focus on stealing his gold before his mom tells him it's bedtime. Take that, kids. Heineken Zero Zero. Zero point zero percent alcohol. Now you can. Must be 21 plus to purchase. Enjoy responsibly. Sports Social Podcast Network. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday. I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather. Now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.